0: and welcome to the Manifesting Brilliance, Creating the Life and Career of Your Dreams podcast. I'm the host, Jerome Emhoff, and I'd like to welcome you to this space, to this creative space where we talk about the things of life, the things that are important to us, and how to live differently, how to live more mindfully, how to live in a way that really expresses who we are with respect to being connected to the divine, how to explore our passions, how to be more who we were called to be. Just one sort of note about this podcast. It's very low tech. So I actually record this podcast from my home in Palm Springs, California. At this moment, I am sitting in the room of our house, which has become my office my creative space, my piano studio, my man cave, if you will. Um, it's my little space in the in the house. Um, so I'm sitting here with my Boston Terrier Queenie on the floor, chewing on a bone. So um, the point is, you're going to hear background noise. You're going to hear uh, traffic outside, perhaps, um, whatever is sort of going on around us. And um, just wanted to give you that heads up. Also wanted to tell you that I'm really wanting to shift gears with this podcast. I've been recording this podcast for a number of years and rather sporadically, um, not with any sort of commitment. And and I want to sh- switch that up a bit. Not only do I want to record more often, um, hopefully weekly. Um, although obviously I'll, I'll, I'll record serendipitously. <laughs> um, weekly is my goal, but um, I'm comfortable with having that change. But I also want to switch up the content a bit. So if you're looking for great career advice, I want you to direct, I want to direct you to another podcast that I'm recording with a colleague uh, by the name of Judson Walsh. Judson Walsh is also a career coach like I am. And we have just launched the Uplevel Your Career with Judson and Jerome podcast, available on iTunes, also available on Podbean, uh, which is where we host the podcast. Um, So if you're looking for really good content, really good advice about your job search, I would direct you there, Uplevel Your Career with Judson and Jerome. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not going to be talking about career in this podcast, but I want to uh, have a space to speak a little bit more about Uh, what I'm learning um, in my own sort of search for the truth with a capital T, um, my own spiritual um, quest, if you will. And so that's what this podcast is going to focus on um, for now. And uh, like I said, I believe in serendipity and I believe in spontaneity. So as things come up, you know, we'll talk about whatever they happen to be. Um, So... I am a career coach, a resume writer, and a life coach. And I've been in private practice working for myself since 2009. My coaching certification is an Art Abundance certification. And Art Abundance is a really great modality for coaching individuals that uses creativity as a jumping off point. It's based on nine spiritual principles. I won't go through all nine of the principles right now but they're things like gratitude and connection and intuition and um, you know it's grounded in spirituality it's grounded in creativity and it's a really great uh way of coaching people so that's one of the methods i use in coaching my life coaching clients i use a, a kind of an eclectic approach um but it's in terms of certification, I'm certified as an art abundance coach and practitioner. And in this podcast, I'll be introducing some activities that we can do together to sort of explore some ideas. I call my coaching practice, my life coaching practice, Manifesting Brilliance. And I love words, um, words are our closest way of conveying a thought. It's the only way we have of conveying a thought and thought is really powerful as we'll be talking about often in this podcast. So I want to talk a little bit about the words manifesting brilliance and let's start with the word brilliance. So when I think of the word brilliant, I don't necessarily think of somebody who's brilliant intellectually, although that is part of that. Um, I'm talking about the brilliance of a diamond, the brilliance of the sun uh, bouncing off the, the surface of a lake. I'm talking about the glow of the sun and the stars. I'm talking about that brilliance of shining, of being a light. And I believe with my entire being that we are intimately connected to the divine. We're intimately connected to the creator, to God, to source energy, to the universe. Whatever word you want to use to describe that creator of all that is. That very essence of who we are. Um, that's the brilliance that shows up in all of us. And it's in all of us. Absolutely every single one of us. So that's the brilliant side. And then the word manifesting. I think in today's sort of new thought movement and spiritual movements, we think of manifesting in terms of law of attraction. Of creating something that didn't exist before, Um, manifesting a new job, manifesting a a particular relationship or um, some material possession like a house or a car. But um, technically, the word manifest means to make something apparent. So when we manifest, in the very true sense of the word, manifest means to bring into the light something that's already there. It's to make something apparent. And so speaking of manifesting brilliance is really speaking about bringing to the surface, bringing to awareness your own brilliance the truth of who you are as a creation of the great creator who created all of us in his her, their own image uh, this the Bible, the Christian Bible, talks about God creating us in His own image, and and I believe that to be one hundred percent true. One of the uh, sort of paths of my spiritual, well, probably the biggest path of my spiritual uh, journey of late, has been a, a book called The Course in Miracles, and one of its most popular teachers, and most well known teachers, is a woman by the name of Marion Williamson who recently was running for president. Um, But Marion Williamson, um, in teaching about the Course, um, often quotes the Course and says, you know, that, you know, being created in the image and likeness of God is no small thing. And the only difference between us and God is that God created us. We did not create God. But beyond that, there's no difference. We are the same stuff. And so, um, in terms of manifesting brilliance, to manifest your brilliance is to own, to step into the power of the fact that you are divine energy, you are spirit, you are love, you are pure light, that happens to be focused for this time in the body. Uh, so I want to share with you just a little bit about my background and sort of how I've come to um, where I'm at in my life. So, as I mentioned, I'm a career coach um, and a resume writer and a life coach. I actually began my professional career as a teacher um, of music. I was a music teacher at a Catholic school for about five years in South Dakota, which is where I grew up. Um, I'll get into the story about how I left that teaching job. It was not Great moment in my life, but it was a turning point in my life um, because I remember um, a moment after I left my teaching job making a decision that I was going to have a beautiful life, uh, that I knew that I was here for a purpose. I had come to this time space continuum, this physical plane for a reason, and part of that reason was to live beautifully, to live joyously and to suck all the mare out of life as, as Henry David Thoreau wrote um I've always had an altruistic sort of sense I've always loved to help people uh which is part of the reason I wanted to be a teacher that and loving just education loving books loving reading um I also have an English degree so I'd love to write and I love to read and and education is just was a huge part of my life. Um, you know, I loved going to school and, and um, I loved being a teacher and I love helping people and I love helping people discover their own power. And so I, I believe that my background as a teacher has informed my career uh, choice to be a coach. Um, so I mentioned that I'm a certified art abundance coach. And I love that modality because creativity has always been incredibly important in my life. And in a lot of ways, creativity has been important as a way for me to work out my feelings about things, to resolve issues, to get more in touch with who I am. Whether it's sitting down at the piano and playing that, or writing in my journal, writing a poem, doing a sketch, uh making something. Uh, Creativity really makes me feel the most alive. It makes me feel more of who I am. Um, I'm a highly sensitive person. I am deeply affected by uh, my surroundings in terms of energy. Um, I'm highly intuitive. I feel things really deeply. And I don't say that as to, to imply that others don't. Um, I've never lived in anybody else's skin, so I don't know to what extent other people feel things deeply. I just know that for myself. I feel things very, very deeply. I'm very sensitive. Um, I'm rather empathic in terms of feeling other people's energy Um, If somebody's in a really negative space, I will take that negativity on and kind of take it on as my own and wear it. And so a lot of what I do as a coach is teaching others to not do those things because I had to learn how to not do them myself. Um, I suffer from a mild clinical depression. Um, Throughout my life, I've seen therapists. Um, I've taken antidepressants and done other things to, um, to deal with uh, a depression. Um, I've always been really in touch with my emotions and my feelings. Um, and I think that's a really good thing. Um, and I think it's helped me help my coaching clients because, again, I've developed strategies for myself to really stay grounded and to let emotions come and go, um, to not dwell on things. Um, especially those those emotions that aren't so good um, I'm creative as I said, I'm very whimsical um, I have discovered in my lifetime the the value and the magic of deep play I am an adult like I said, I, I don't know if I mentioned this or not I'm 50 um, and in 50 years I've learned a lot of things and one of those things is that I will never grow up in a sense of not playing so um, I I love toys. I love to roller skate. I love to um, do silly, crazy things. I like to wear crazy glasses and crazy hats and have fun. I love to laugh. Um, I've never lost my child life wonder. Um, music is a huge part of my life. I listen to music kind of all day long. Um, I play the piano when I can. It's a great way to unwind. Um, so I relate to a lot of... Uh, the world through the lyrics of a song, um, through uh, particular music, and that's a huge part of my life. I grew up Roman Catholic um, and always felt really spiritually connected to God. Um, I remember as a little boy when I was going through catechism and learning about the sacraments of the church and this notion of what's a mystery. Um, I loved every single minute of it. There was just something really I just knew that that we were called to holiness. And not holiness in the sense of being self-righteous, but holiness just in the awe and wonder of, of life itself. And just um, these beautiful experiences we have as human beings. The experience of being able to love another person. The experience of, of appreciating the beauty of a sunset or the awesome expansiveness of the ocean you know, all of the ways that God has made himself so apparent to us. Um, as a child, um, going to Mass and being around the Church, there is something just special and interesting about it to me. And, um, and so I've always felt really connected to my spiritual uh, nature. And so I grew up Roman Catholic, but, um, My relationship with the Roman Catholic Church has been somewhat of a love-hate relationship. Um, I grew up in a family that was uh, somewhat devout. Um, We didn't pray together. We didn't pray the rosary. We prayed before meals, but um, I remember my parents teaching me to pray. Um, We all went to Mass together. Um, If I had a problem, my mom might tell me to pray about it. We were required to go to Mass, we did confession, we did all of the, the sacraments. But uh, spirituality was not something that was part of our daily lives in a very overt way. And, um, and I think my parents maybe understood that you know, spirituality can be a private matter. And so we were given sort of the, the basic formation in the Catholic Church. And, um, but it wasn't ever anything that was um, pushed other than, we're Catholic, we go to Mass, this is what we do. So there was a, a level of tradition there. Um, but I was allowed to sort of grow into uh, to the church on my own. Um, and then, well, I knew I was gay by probably the third grade or even earlier. Um, but I wasn't even sure I knew what it meant. I remember having a crush on Donny Osmond and Sean Cassidy and, you know, silly things like that. I remember coming home from school uh when I was in first grade and telling my sister that a boy in my class was cute and my older sister saying, Oh Jerome, boys don't think other boys are cute. You can't you can't think he's cute. Boys are supposed to like girls And sort of realizing, Oh, okay, there's something wrong with this and sort of then at that point realizing I was different for what um whatever that means. I mean I think we're all different in some way, right? Um But I realized probably in junior high and high school, very much in high school, probably sometime in junior high, maybe upper elementary grades, um, that I was gay and that it was wrong. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong, because obviously I, I don't believe that. But that was the message I got, and so suppressed all of that, lived my life, got married to a woman, and so on and so forth. And then as I have uh, identified more and more as a gay man, accepting holistically who I am, there has been this sort of love-hate relationship again with the Catholic Church. Because Catholicism doesn't, um, you know, as a Roman Catholic, it's it's not allowed for, you know, I'm not allowed to marry a man, and I happen to be married to a man. Um, I have a a wonderful husband who I've been with for 15 years. Um, So um, I grew up Roman Catholic. It's still very much a part of my spiritual makeup because it's how I first experienced God, Um, but um, I also have felt marginalized by the Church, and I have felt um, judged by the church. And I felt ostracized by the church. And at the same time, I felt a great love for the sacraments of the church and the ritual and the symbol and and all of the things I grew up with. So it's been sort of this um, ongoing struggle. Um, so I allow myself to to practice my Catholic uh, traditions when I feel like doing that. And if I feel like going to Mass, I go to Mass. And if I feel like going not going to Mass, I don't go to Mass. And it's all okay. So, um, here's my spiritual path. Grew up then in um, the Catholic Church. But, in 1992, Marion Williamson, who I mentioned a moment ago, wrote a book called A Return to Love. I read that book probably for the first time maybe in 1996, 1997. I have now read that book probably 16 times. As I read that book, I just felt that there was just this amazing, that it was an amazing expression of truth and um, just deep wisdom and became really interested in the work of Marianne Williamson, and I've followed her for um, a number of years now. I watch her on livestream, um, I've met her twice, I've listened to her live lectures, um, read a number of her books, and through the work of Marianne Williamson, Discovered A Course in Miracles, which has become very fundamental to my spiritual path. So in this podcast, I'm going to, be going to talk a little bit about that, um, that spiritual path. In addition to of Course in Miracles and Marianne Williamson, I have a number of paper mentors, um, which is a term that I took from one of those mentors. Um, one of those mentors is a woman by the name of Sark. Sark is an amazing writer who lives in San Francisco. Her first book was called A Creative Companion. It's all handwritten and watercolored, and it's all about creativity and and living playfully and living juicy, that's how she would say it, or being succulent in a wild. Um, so Sark, I've read a number of her, bu- uh, her books, and in one of her books she talks about paper mentors, and paper mentors are people who have taught us a lot, who have informed our way of being, our way of thinking about the world. Uh, through their writing. So people who are mentors in every sense of the word, except for the fact that we may never meet them. Um, so Sark is definitely one of my paper mentors. Marianne Williamson is definitely one of my paper mentors. Mike Dooley. Mike Dooley has, um, a great company called T- tut um, which was totally unique t-shirts. Um, but now tut.com. Um, Mike Dooley writes, um, uh, he wrote a book called Notes from the Universe. He uh, sends out a, a daily note from the universe. He has written books on um, essentially law of attraction. One was called Infinite Poss- Possibilities. One was called Manifesting Change. Uh, he's a delightful man. He, um, I believe, was involved in the making of the movie The Secret. And that, But I don't know if he actually... I, I do think he's on screen a couple of times in that movie, but not... Um, he's not one of the people who is featured a lot in that film, but great, great, um, great man. Uh, I've gotten to meet him once and, and do a workshop with him. Super great guy. Um, Wayne Dyer, also one of my, uh, paper mentors. And now I like to think of him somewhat as a helper guide on the other side. He crossed over to the non-physical a few years ago. But Wayne Dyer's work certainly has informed my own spiritual um, awareness. Brené Brown, who's a, a researcher and researches shame, um, I've read um, her book. Um, it's oh, I've lost it. I can't I can't remember the title. Um, I've read a couple of her books, but Brené Brown's work has been really awesome um, and influential in my life. Um, I've listened to her audios, and she has a really awesome Netflix special that, if you've not seen it, uh, I definitely recommend checking out. It's worth watching more than once, for sure. Uh, Sonia Shokat. Sonia Choquette wrote a book called Creating Your Heart's Desire, which I read in 2000. She's also uh, produced a number of um, card decks. Oracle decks or uh, Tarot decks, if you will, and she teaches a lot on connecting with one's helper guides, understanding one's intuition, on meditation, uh, on grace and gifts. Um, the you know the gifts from heaven, the gifts from God. Um, really, really connected woman, connected to spirit. Um, Deepak Chopra. Um, I have, uh, participated in a number of the 21 meditation challenges that Oprah Winfrey and Deepak Chopra host together. And I, um, I love to listen to Deepak Chopra talk on any, any subject, uh, but especially quantum physics and, um, sort of the science behind spirituality. Um, super, super fascinating. Um... One of my latest paper mentors is somebody I met through, actually, uh, I found out about her from a friend who told me I should check out her book called The Desire Map. Um, her name is Danielle Laporte. And then in a, I belong to a mentoring group that is um, hosted by SARC, Susan Ariel Rainbow Kennedy, called Succulent Wild World. And in that Succulent Wild World, on uh, one of our mentoring calls, Danielle Laporte was the guest. And she was uh, just so energetic and gorgeous and alive. And so I began listening to her podcast called With Love, Danielle. And found it to be grounding and uh, just magnificent in so many ways. And then lastly, um, Eckhart Tolle, whose book, The Power of Now... Um, mirrors in a lot of ways what I've learned from um, A Course in Miracles, also digs into some Eastern philosophy in terms of the, the power of the present moment. Um, you know, just the, the awareness that the only time that we really ever live in is the current moment. Um, it's always now. Uh, the past is over, future isn't here yet, so we live in the current second Moment by moment. That's how our lives unfold. And, uh, so I'll just go through the list very quickly again. Um, so, uh, people who've kind of influenced me, and and then also Abraham Hicks. Um, um, Esther Hicks, who channels an energy called Abraham, which is a great teacher. Um, Abraham is described as a collective consciousness. And, uh, Sort of the beginnings of Law of Attraction, in a lot of ways, came from the teachings of Abraham. So um, so I would say my, my paper mentors currently, and there are probably more that I've not thought about, are Abraham Hicks and Marianne Williamson, Sark, Mike Dooley, Wayne Dyer, Brene Brown, Sonia Shokat, Deepak Chopra, Danielle Laporte, and Eckhart Tolle. Um, aside from, oh, and I forgot to mention, uh, Neil, Neil Donald Walsh, is that the name? Uh, Conversations with God, that series of books, really, really phenomenal. So if you're interested in this spiritual development and sort of understanding your connection to God and just how profound it is, there's so many books that are out there. Of course, you know, all of the great spiritual texts, uh, whether the Christian Bible or the or the, the Torah, you know, all of the books uh, from the great spiritual traditions, all, they all speak the same truth with a capital T. And that's what I've been seeking my whole life. And um, and I've been fortunate to really understand that that's, that truth is spoken in many different ways. And that there are many teachers there are many embodiments of the truth, um, whether they are uh, the the Buddha or or Jesus um, or Hari Krishna or um, you know any any number of spiritual avatars they all taught the same lesson they all spoke the same truth um, so uh, it's all you know. Whatever your path is, your path is probably just perfect. Um, my my challenge to all of us is that we go deeper. You know, um, go deeper. There's something something intimate and profound when you can really connect uh, on your own level with with God. Um, I practice transcendental meditation, so about a year ago. Around uh, Right before Christmas, I gave myself the gift of being introduced, um, initiated into the practice of Transcendental Meditation. Transcendental Meditation is a particular type of meditation. It's only taught by uh, practitioners and teachers who are certified by the Transcendental Meditation, or TM, organization. Uh, It's a three-day training. Uh, where you meditate with a teacher and you're given your own personal mantra. And uh, this meditation practice has been really, really um, transformative for my life. Uh, I read voraciously. I have a huge appetite for books. I love to uh, read all kinds of, of genres, from novels to poetry uh, to self-help and spiritual texts. Um, I love to binge watch shows on Netflix. Um, I love good TV. I'm not somebody who, uh, believes, uh, that TV is bad or that we shouldn't watch it. Um, I'm selective about what I watch. Um, although I do watch, uh, you know, things that maybe are, uh, fluffy and just a waste of time, but, um, but I certainly do love TV. I love romantic comedies and period dramas when it comes to going to the cinema, um, I love modern arts. I love animals, um, especially dogs. I mentioned that my Boston Terrier was sitting in the middle of the uh, floor chewing on a bone. <laughs> and she was. Um, we have two Boston Terriers, Harvey and Queenie. So that's just a little bit about me. Um, so just a few last-minute thoughts before I wrap up this sort of first episode of the Manifesting Brilliance podcast, Rebooted, 2.0 version. All of the things that I share with you are things um, about myself, and they're what make me unique as an individual. But what I've come to understand is that those personality traits, while they are wonderful and they're unique, and they're things I've really come to love about myself, They're not really the most important aspects of who I am. What's most important about who I am is my connection to the divine. It's ultimately what gives me... gives my life meaning. It's what gives all of those things meaning in my life. Um, I inhabit myself in this physical plane most authentically when I realize that myself with a capital S, is really my spirit and my soul. Myself, who I am, is not what I do for a living. It's not what I have. It's not even the physical body I'm in. That's how I show up in the world, on a physical plane. But who I am and my most authentic self is my soul. It's my spirit which was created in the image and likeness of God. My spirit is intimately connected to the divine, um, and it cannot be any other way. So, God loved me into being as an extension of himself, and as an extension of God, My spirit is connected to God and can never not be connected to God. I never lose the connection to God. It's impossible to sever this bond. It's impossible to sever it. I may at times be unaware of it. I may, may at times neglect it. But it's who I am. And God is love. Therefore, that's who I am. That's what I am. That's all I am. That's the core of my being. And that can never be changed. Because what God created can't be uncreated. The problems in my life always arise from my belief that I am separate from God or my belief that I can be separate from God, right? So my problems arise when I believe that I am separate from God, when I believe that I'm separate from others, or when I behave in a manner that attempts not to separate me. So um, that is perceiving from the ego. So in the Course in Miracles... The Course of Miracles talks about the mind of God, which is the mi- the mind that we share with God, and then the ego mind, which is the illusion mind, which is the mind that we got when we came to this physical space. And that's the mind that thinks thoughts of fear and limitation. And, um, and those are all things we'll get into um, much, much later. Um, so, I hope you'll come back and listen um, to this podcast and to what I'm hoping to share with you. Um, Let's take this journey together. Let's take the time together to allow ourselves to become more and more aware of our authentic nature and of all the ways we can show up More authentically in the world. I'm sure we could all agree. That we live in a world. That's pretty messed up. That's pretty. Off course. Things are crazy out there. And. We have the power. To turn that around. And that power. All begins with us. Standing in awareness. Of who we are. And so. With that I just. um, Will end. Uh, This first conversation. I send you love. I send you light. I send you prayers for peace. Go out and shine brightly. Like the diamond that you are. Go out and manifest your brilliance in every way you can. If you'd like to reach me, you can do so by emailing manifestingbrilliance at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook um, at Manifest Your Brilliance. Or just search in the search bar on Facebook for Manifesting Brilliance. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for taking this time to be with me. Have a great week. God bless you.